Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm so close, I can take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate us. Now they run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. Why don't we do uh, uh, the Biden documents? Let's go on that, okay? How the discovery of classified files in Biden's office compares with Trump's case? Now, you know, the story, to be fair, is a, uh, what do you call it, story? New York Times. So you know what New York Times is going to be doing? New York Times is only going to see it from one side. It was reported that classified documents were found in a private office of Joe Biden had used before beginning 2020 campaign, which prompted comparisons to former President Donald Trump hoarding of sensitive documents which is the subject of criminal, criminal investigation. Both incidents involved office official files bearing classification, making the imp- uh, improperly accompanied uh, Trump and Biden after they left office. However, there are significant inferences in how the documents came to light, their volume, and how Trump and Biden responded. Trump and his aides resisted the government's uh, uh, repeated efforts to retrieve them all, while Biden's lawyers reported the problem. And the White House says... Uh, it has fully cooperated. Trump appeared to have destroyed official documents, appeared to have destroyed. Mm-hmm. There has been no allegation that Biden destroyed public records. So my question for you, New York Times, is who's raiding Biden's house when? When are we doing that? What, what's, the, what's that on the schedule? When are people going to go through all of his, uh, the first lady's files, her closet, everything? When, when is that scheduled? And is the treatment going to be the same? For that to happen, because the reaction, the reaction in a minute here, I want to actually play the clip with Peter Ducey asking every time I, I, I can't pronounce this. John, John, what's her the, name? Who's the White House uh, press? Corinne Jean-Pierre. Corinne Jean-Pierre. OK, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Press secretary. In a minute, I just want you to see what he asks. And then he brings up the border at the end. OK. Before we watch it, do me a favor and go put it on 1.5 speed. Go to the right there and go to 1.5 speed. It's a five-minute clip. We'll watch it in three minutes. But what are your thoughts before we get to this clip okay. here with Peter Ducey uh, and Corinne Jean-Pierre? A cu- couple of things, Pat. Uh, first, and I asked you this before we walked in there, are there any Republicans that work for the DOJ? Do you honestly think? Are there any Republicans that work That's a great question. for the FBI or any of these people? Any? Because I'm just curious because, Adam, and I'm going Zero? back. I'm going old school. Go back to Hillary Clinton with, with Benghazi, okay? Go to Hillary Clinton with the emails from Loretta Lynch, who was the attorney general, to James Comey. They live in front of our faces change. Uh, like Instead of, what was it called? Instead of gross negligence, which is you go to jail, it was extreme carelessness. These The Democrats take care of each other, bro. I'm telling you right now. And from what I see it, there's no Republicans inside the DOJ because these people get away with literally murder. They could do whatever the hell they want. And it's like, bro, it goes back to my point where Fox has all these eyes. Fox is number one in everything. Fox has all the viewership. And we have all this attention, but nothing gets done. Are the Democrats, is the left that in charge, Pat? Like, And I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing is going to come out about this. Nothing is going to come out about Fauci. Fauci's not going to go to jail. These people are protected, and all, all it is, is is, hey, look, we caught you, and then we just move on. That's it. That's all that happens. Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you. And when I read the New York Times article, I, I, I just want to look around. So I don't react, react, react. I, I start looking around. I'm like, 
in a private office in a locked closet. Well, where, where was the private office? And I go looking around. I found it's the Penn Biden Center. This is not a government office that had badge readers and stuff like that. This is very similar to what Trump had, a private office at Mar-a-Lago. It's a locked closet at the Penn Biden Center. And by the way, there's a second stack of documents that have been found in his second location so that Biden had them in multiple locations. So I, I think that there's a lack of intellectual honesty about, hey, this is another president that had documents off-site, not in a secure government location, and it was merely locked in a closet because it was a locked closet at Mar-a-Lago, too, by the way. So I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Vinny. You know, you, you start to read this, read between the lines, and it's like, okay, there's a pass. Okay, there's another pass. Okay, there's a pass because they just can't wait to get to the end of the article and say, see, nothing to see here. Yeah, and, and um, exactly. And I and I read this yesterday that a large that that pen pen uh the Biden, that, that center re- received fifty four million dollars that think tank from China. So it's kind of weird, you know what I mean? You just like and like you said, there's no security. There's no don't, they're just hanging out there. You know what I mean? They're just no. There. If, you're, if you're gonna nail Trump for a locked closet at Mar-a-Lago, then you mean you the think him. tank got fifty four million? Think tank that that yeah. place got fifty four million. Then you have to nail them. For yeah. The, what yeah. do you? Yeah, Trump. What do you mean? They were taking dinner napkins that he had from dinner. First of all, ju- just so put the stats in place on what he's talking about. The think tank, Biden's think tank, in 2018 received fifteen point eight million dollars from anonymous Chinese <laughs> gifts. Weird. And then three months later, May of 2018, fourteen and a half million dollar. Uh, donation, anonymous donation from China hmm. to UPenn. So we are this this yes. is uh, this yes. is stuff that should be, and uh, you know, uh, 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 Hunter got a one million dollars gift from an anonymous right. donor. He Weird. sold an art piece and he got paid. So listen, it's time to if you guys want to investigate somebody. Do you know what's the craziest thing? Let me tell you what the craziest thing is. Do you know how sometimes you have a um, a guy that used to work with me, and he would come in. And he would, uh, uh, he would say, you guys are doing this, and he's doing this, and that person's doing this. And I'm like, damn. So at first, I'm a newer sales leader. He's accusing. So imagine you're accusing him of doing something. Mm-hmm. And then you accuse Rob of doing something. And accusing him of doing something. I'm like, oh, shit, man. This guy's. Three years later, you know what it was? It was Everything you accuse others of doing, you were doing. Yeah. The Democrats, the strategy they're using, if you notice a trend, what they do, Republicans don't necessarily do this. Democrats will say, Trump's got Russia. He's colluding with Russia. No, it was Hillary. <laughs> oh, you know what? This is a travesty for you to have files. No president, no person in a... It was really Biden. Oh, you know, when it comes down to taxes, these guys don't want to give back and they don't want to pay taxes. You pull up their charity, they barely give any money to charity, to anybody. Mm-hmm. Democrats are the worst at giving money to charity. Oh, these guys don't want to care about people. You care about people. So um, it's, it's almost as if it's only like the kid that points out the other kid in your family. Like you got kids. One kid is pointing out another kid what he doesn't do. It's the kid that doesn't do it. <laughs> so it's a very interesting thing that they keep getting caught. I just want you to watch this here. Let's play this. We're playing it on 1.5. And watch the questions Peter Ducey asks and watch her reaction. And in the comment section, in the chat section, you write down the questions he's asking, fair, and her reaction to it. Go ahead, Rob. Does President Biden have confidence in Transportation Secretary Buttigieg? Yes. Why? Because Secretary Buttigieg is a, uh, is, he respects uh, the secretary and the work that he has been doing. Uh, you have seen the secretary on TV. You have, heard, you have spoke, probably spoken to him. You've uh, seen yourself, him on TV. That's work. Everything yeah. that they can Lord to make sure that the experience uh, that. 
Andres, uh, no, uh, not, uh, yeah. Is a good one. That's why they've held the uh, airlines uh, accountable. You've seen the, the, the secretary do that over and over again. And we understand. We understand what uh, what Americans have been going through these past couple of months. That's why the secretary has been very clear uh, on uh, making sure that they are held accountable. Has put in uh, processes in place to make sure that that uh, occurs. And yes, the president has confidence in, in Secretary Buttigieg. And then on these documents, how can anyone be that irresponsible? Isn't that what this president says about mishandling classified documents? The president spoke to this personally. He spoke to this personally. He, again, he believes that uh, classified documents and information should be taken seriously. He takes them seriously. And he was surprised it, to learn by any any records. Had, I disagree. I disagree. Here's what happened. Here's what happened once <laughs> the his Justice Department. Well, let me, let me explain to you the process. Here's what happened when uh, his lawyers found out that the documents were there. They immediately turned them over uh, to the archives. Right. But they immediately turned them over to the archives. The right I'm not going to go into specifics, but yeah, I'm going, I should, I, what I'm reiterating to you is what you heard from the president yourself, Peter, which is... At its best. And how he respects yeah. and truly uh, America's uh, getting sick of this. And takes this very seriously. And when he knew uh, and how surprised he was by it and the actions that uh, the, the right actions that the lawyers took. Again, this is under this is under investigation is, is under review by the Department of Justice. And we're going to let that process continue. How can President Biden be trusted moving forward with America's secrets? Because his lawyers, his team did the right thing. But he had a closet with he, classified his lawyers did the right Again, again, two closets, again. dude. He, did, he was surprised that the records were there. He spoke to this personally. He was surprised that the, that the records were there. And when his lawyers found out and his team found out that they were there, uh, they turned it over to the archives. And now it's being reviewed by the Department of Justice. And just one more. Why didn't President Biden want to see what's really going on at the border? He did see exactly what's going on at the border. <laughs> he didn't talk to any migrants and he didn't go anywhere that people actually crossed illegally. He can stop it here. He met, yeah. Positive. So you see that. What, what, what are your thoughts, Adam, on her reaction? Well, obviously, she, her job is to defend the president. Let's—I mean, whether it's uh, Huckabee Sanders or Caitlin McEnany or uh, Sean Spicer, like your job is to represent the president. I just think I'm at a point where I don't think either side has a monopoly on being righteous, and I don't think either side has a monopoly on lying, cheating, and stealing. So. What do I actually think? I think Trump did some shady shit, and I think Biden did some shady shit, and I think both sides are going to call but, but each other out. Do They're going to have a Don't do fight. that right now. No, no, don't do that. Adam. I just we, did. Great. You can. Then moving forward, yeah. we want to ask you for your counsel well, on that's, this. That's, I'm but what saying, I'm saying, like, no, no, but, but listen to me. Isolate the concern. Isolate it. Don't don't give a bullshit answer like that. Why is that bullshit? That's I think a, they're both That's guilty. a copping out answer. I don't think so at all. Isolate the concern. In this case... Where a person judges the other person, which mm -hmm. Biden judged Trump. Trump never judged Biden on this area. Biden's judging Trump on what he did. Then he does it. What do you think about this but isolated incident I'll give you a with the way answer. Biden handled it? I'll give you a specific answer. And, and don't I'll give, you give a, a cop-out answer. Everybody does it. That's a cop-out answer. Well, give us a really in-depth analysis of what you think I'm about this. I'm not going to give an answer that you want to hear. It's not, the it's audience not about, it's not, to hear. It's I'm going to give my opinion. But it's not about what it's, we or the audience. Listen, yeah. no, no, no. Hang on one second. It's 2023. We have to improve. You have to improve. Hear me out. No, no, listen. Yeah, this conversation we had the other, the other day mm -hmm. together. Don't give a cop-out answer. Give a real answer. If somebody, like, if you ask me, like right now, okay, if you ask me with Trump, I won't sit there and give an answer about, well, you know, this, this. I'm going to say that's a screw-up of what mm -hmm. just happened here. You're hearing this guy. They go raid his house. They go into the wife's closet, public, FBI, Garland, everything. SWAT team then, at night. Then you hear something like this, and you say, they both lied. That's my answer. You think, the, uh, by the way, if, if the show is for the audience, you think the audience won with that answer? That, okay. I'm asking, asking a real question here. You think the audience wins with that kind of an answer? Yes, because I'll tell you why. Can I? Go ahead. All right. Number one, oh. I'm, I'm saying that Biden fucked up, and he is 
This is hypocrisy. You, you did I, not say that, though. I'm gonna, You're I, now I did, saying I said it. That there, I said that he's guilty of hypocrisy and that no party has a monopoly on righteousness and lying, cheating, and stealing. We just had a conversation with Neil deGrasse Tyson. When his entire book broke down the fact that both motherfuckers lie and that the Republicans are the party of family values and Republicans preach family values. Well, if you actually look at the numbers, it turns out that the people who stayed married the most, the longest, and get the least divorced are the people in Massachusetts and the liberals. this concern? I, well, th- I'm not isolating concern because there's a part of a, a macro perspective is that Biden lied and he's cheating and stealing and Hunter Biden's guilty. That doesn't mean the fact that Trump didn't lie, cheat, and steal. I think they're it's all scumbags. So just so you know, sure, I cop but I don't by saying think that, that they're both guilty. I don't, I don't think so that. So you're saying that Biden's guilty, but Trump's not. No, I think, Is that what you're I, saying? I think, I think the part about this specific thing of hypocrisy, of hypocrisy, mm-hmm. if you're going to bring that up and to say, you know, it's both sides. No, both sides don't make fake narratives about Russia for three years and talk about it, and people like you believe it. Okay. Both sides don't create fake narratives about what's going on with, you know, files, and they go to his place and embarrass the shit out of the guy, and that's never happened in the history of America to a president. Both sides don't do it. Only one side does that. If you're asking both me sides, if Trump was treated no, but, unfairly, but, I'll say yes. But, but, it's, not, but it's not like Trump it, didn't shoot himself nobody in the foot is a million that. times. If, if we haven't, the next topic we're going to is Trump's CFO. What are you talking about? It's the next topic I'm about to go into. My point exactly, because he did shady shit also. No, it's called isolate the issue. Okay. If, I'm, if I'm having a conversation with a person and the conversation is around an issue, that's this issue. Don't give me another but, but, but. Yes, we all agree, but, but, but. In this area, if you look, okay, what is the, what is the, what is the criticism I give Republicans? What is the criticism I give Republicans? What is it? Okay, what is the criticism I give to Christians? Why was I an atheist for 25 years? Why am I very careful and uncomfortable about talking about the fact that I go to church on Sundays? Why am I very uncomfortable with trying to like, I, I don't even want to almost advertise that part. Like I'm a Christian. Why, why don't I do that? Do you know why I don't do that? Because too many people from the other side use that as a way to be almighty and judge the other people to be perfect and behind closed doors they're doing some shit. Self-righteousness. But that is an isolated concern to that area. That is the criticism they deserve. Mm-hmm. In this one here, on this isolated issue, this is hypocrisy. This right here, when you're sitting there just a few months ago, you're acting holy and knowing, do you know how many presidents and VPs have had declassified paperwork at their house? Do you know how many of them have had it? Tell me. Every one of them. All of okay. them do. But, but no, it's not, it's not okay. Yeah. It's the okay where when Trump had it for people to say, yeah, that's, we all have it. Mm-hmm. No, no. They turned it into the end of the freaking world. And then when this guy has it, what does Joy Behar say? Joy Behar says, well, listen, it's, this is really what it comes down to. I trust Biden and I don't trust Trump. Yeah, great, great answer. No, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry. We know trust lies, and we know Biden doesn't. And that's what I want to hear from you on God. this topic. If it's a topic about Trump, let's one time uh, Donald Trump Jr. is out there, and they give the speech with him and Kimberly Guilfoyle. Do you remember that one time they gave the topic, and we're like, 
What the hell were they on? Do you remember that one time? You're in a Kimberly Guilford gave a speech clearly on cocaine. Okay. Okay. We, but, but, the, but the point is <laughs> yeah. this: we don't hold back from having ish, having opinions on issues. This right here is purely hypocrisy. I agree this, with this you. This right here is hypocrisy in this sense, and they're not being held accountable to it. He's getting away with murder. What Hunter's done, none of Trump's kids have anything but the way the market sells it. But Trump's kids are bad and Hunter, you know, Biden's kids are good. They don't, they, 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 they'll do a softball interview with a guy like, you know, Hunter. Well, listen, life's been hard, hasn't it? Yeah, and look, and you're trying to change. What's wrong with that? Jimmy Kimmel does an interview like that. And the next thing you know, the interview with the other guy. So on this part here, Adam, this is not, they're both liars. Both sides of politics lie. That part of the question is out the window. This is which one uses the level of manipulation the way that they do. Nobody uses manipulation like the left. Nobody. The right acts righteous, annoying. The left manipulates. They divide. Mm -hmm. That is their level of expertise. This is the whole concept with this part here. You sit there and you act like your people on your side. Well, I trust those guys. But the other guy, God forbid. Like right now, have you seen what's going on with Stephen A. Smith right now? Have you seen how much hate he's getting, Stephen A. Smith? What you, I, I saw a little bit before we walked in here. Stephen A. Smith is getting uh, hate just because he's running a podcast and he's having uh, uh, Sean Hannity on or he's having all these other people on. It's like, how could you have somebody like that on there? Bro, I want to talk to these guys. Yeah, just like you yeah, are. Because yeah, like I want to talk to these guys. So Iranian people calling me, why are you having Reza Aslan on? Do you know he's Nayak? Do you know he's this? I don't care. I enjoy it. Yeah. I want to have these people on. But as we're going and we're talking topics, I, w- I want us to give isolated issues with this rather than just a lazy comment of saying, everybody's doing it. We don't benefit from that. We actually want to know how you think about it. Yeah, well, number one, just to be clear, I started off the entire conversation with saying this is hypocrisy. But I also am able to walk and chew gum at the same time and say, hey, you know what? This specific incident seems shady as hell and should be investigated. But from a macro perspective, I think they're all freaking shady. And I think they're all two-faced. And I think that they're all up to no good. So I think it's a level of media and media scrutiny. So on one hand, it's like, well... You know, if you're complaining about what the left's doing, then fucking do it also, Republicans. Okay? Like, don't just let... Oh, they have a strategy that's working? Well, why don't you use it? Oh, there's too many professors in the uh, in school that are liberals? Well, why don't you go get some freaking jobs, Republicans? Oh, there's oh, the media has a, a monopoly on what they're saying? Well, start a fucking media company. So what I'm saying is, like... There's, there's isolated incidents and there's macro perspectives. I happen to think that Trump did some shady-ass shit and he should be held accountable. I also think that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have done some shady-ass shit and they should be held accountable. And my, ent- my entire point here is stop mudslinging and food fighting at the other team and hold everybody accountable. And that's where I stand on yeah, this. Yeah, unfortunately, Adam, the problem with what you're saying one, no one can sit here and tell us we only bring one-sided guests. No one can say that. Correct. Okay. All right. So no one's going to sit here and say we only bring people we agree with or we only do this or even us at the panel here that we have that we all 100% agree with. No one's going to say that about us. We'll sit there. We'll have the conversation. and We'll still go have lunch today and not have a problem. We're isolating this concern to show how one side is being treated versus another side. You know when, you have, you, when you, you're going to have kids here soon? 
When you have multiple kids, you know what's the most annoying thing that kids get frustrated with parents? When you favor when, one the, more than the other, I'm when, assuming? When it's double standards. This morning, this morning we, have a, we have a new rule now. The kids have to be out of the house by a certain time, or else the kid that caused being late owes a buck to the other two. Okay? One of our kids today was late by one minute. He owes the other two a buck. You know mm-hmm. what's going to happen? He's going to come, but that's not fair, and da-da-da-da-da. But he's going to say, let me tell you, I'm fair with all of you guys. Mm-hmm. When that person's late, when this person's late, you got to do the same exact standards. Here's what you got. They're not doing that. The Who's way there? the DO, they be in the DOJ is the reason why you asked the question saying, what are the how many Republicans in the DOJ? Like, you really think the DOJ is going to investigate and get to the bottom of it? No way. We, we just found that FBI, the government's been spying on us. Like, oh, we're going to investigate this. So let me get this straight. It's like saying, Adam, I think your taxes have been a little bit off. Adam says, you know what? Let me go audit myself. Yeah. I'm going to go audit myself. And well, what's the reason, though? What's why the there's, there's I, I, don't, I literally don't know the answer, but Vinny brought up the question, how many Republicans are in the DOJ? Well, is it because there's a is there a Democrat bro, president? Bro, is it because bro, that Twitter the FBI and the DOJ is in uh, bed together? Yeah, that, I think, but, I, but how does that happen? Yeah, is what so, I'm saying. So, so check this out. They don't just recruit so Democrats. Here, here's a question: I dare you to go on CNN and MSNBC and actually look how many times they've they've covered the Twitter files. You know what the answer is? I have None. no doubt that it's not that much. But but do you realize how important that is? That the government is telling Twitter to silence certain influencers and certain stories, not to post something. And channels were taken down who rely, people who rely on the source of income just because they had a different position than the government. Somebody from the White House called and said, shut that person's account down. Clean that person's place up. That's not both sides. That's one side that's doing this. That's the part that it's isolating this issue. That is the part. We can isolate the issue mm-hmm. of people on the right and church and how righteous and all that. We can isolate the issue with Catholics, church. We can isolate the issue with every single thing that we do. Mm-hmm. In this area, when it comes down to people being held accountable, historically, the left is rarely held accountable when it comes down to institutions such as DOJ, FBI, and others. And, historically. And, and Pat, recently. They're in, and, and they're yeah, so recent, in, not historic. I, I would yeah. say recent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I recent. corrected myself and I said recent. Yeah, bro, j- I just from the video that Rob played from the, just the White House briefing, do you have you realized the difference of, remember the White House briefings during, during Trump, let's say, with Sarah Huckabee from all of them? It was a shit show. People were yelling. Everybody, dude, you couldn't even speak in there. Do you see how right now it's just one guy? It's Peter Ducey. He asks his. He's not even. He's not aggressive like uh, Jim Acosta. No, sir, sir, Mr. President. It was a shit show. Now yeah. it's like everybody's behaved because they're all on the same team. They're quiet. You realize there's only one guy in that whole goddamn room asking tough questions, and they laugh about it. She tells them the bullshit story, and they move on. Mm-hmm. It's like, and you, it, look at the. But the, this this goes back to the initial point that I made in the in the first part of the podcast with why Greg Gutfeld is winning. The uh, late night TV war is because who's getting into journalism? Who's going into journalism school? Who's becoming writers? Who are the professors? So you're complaining about the effect. What's the cause? What's the symptom of this? Is that more liberal-leaning people are getting into news, media, entertainment, writing, performance? So what do you think it's going to be biased? We talk about liberal media bias. So all you conservatives out there, encourage your kids to become better writers and get into liberal arts and go into media. Or just same old, same old. Yep. Status quo. So what I'm saying is like, yes, you are right. 
Yes, you are correct. Yes, there is liberal media bias. Yes, they don't cover a lot of stories. What are you going to do about it? Because you already know the answer. Yep. You just complain about it. That's one part of that's things. That's all we do. Or you're going to raise your kids and tell your kids to go to college. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like I agree, but there's a bigger perspective out there. That's all I'm saying. So, so, so I just want to ask you really, really quick. So somebody that's me that's frustrated because I never knew what left or right was till 9-11 when I was in the military. And then I started seeing everything, bro, from the lies to the truth. So I'm, I'm where I'm at right now. Are there, is, it, is one side so in control because we're seeing it right now that with all the stuff that the left gets away with, the right, they, they hold them to the fire. But are we just screwed in the fact that like all this stuff could come out from the Twitter thing to Biden to the, uh, all the classified and nothing's going to happen? Nothing's gonna happen to none of them. From foul teachers, none of them. No, no, I don't think that's the case. I just, I just think it's not gonna happen right away. I do think it's gonna eventually happen. I do think eventually, you know, the the way the house flips when one side abuses power when they have it. Here's a problem: when you're so powerful, you use your powers to bully. All you're doing is developing a delay time bomb of the other side getting also more powerful. So they're going to retaliate and bully you. There's a reason why when somebody has all the power in the world and they don't bully, they gain respect. To say, hey, this Marcus Aurelius guy meditations, you had all the power in the world, but the people loved you for the seven years you were there from 62 AD to 69 AD. People loved you because the way he was with his people. And he had a slave sitting behind him telling him, hey, just so you know, you're a nobody. You're a regular guy. You're not that special. A guy whispered that to his ears. You're mortal. He, yeah, you're mortal. Wow. You're going to die. You're, this is like that. He needed that as a reminder. This is going to keep going back and forth, and it's not going to be pretty on the other side when they come and get him. But at the same time, it is true that people are sitting there like right now on Twitter. You know, another student yesterday uh, uh, unfortunately had a heart attack and died. 21 years old. Yeah, right? 21 years old. This, this is, keeps happening, right? A lot. And, and guess who cares about that kid's life the most and who's going to investigate the cause of it the most? His parents. His parents. 100%. Okay. And, and do you think parents are ever going to forget that? No. No. Ever. Just, pa- ever. Parents are going to sit there and do as much due diligence as possible. Just like Robert De Niro, who cannot stand Donald Trump, can't even control himself. Hates him. Hates when, him. But, when, but ask about his 23-year-old son. Go ahead and ask uh, uh, how he feels about certain ways things are handled. Go ask about his 23-year-old autistic son mm-hmm. and so see what how strong opinions he's got. When it becomes personal to your life, it, it, politics don't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Things change. And more and more people are starting to ask these questions and say, why can't we hear the opposing side? There's a video that went viral yesterday, a commercial that was made. I posted on Twitter. It's, I don't want to share it because we're on YouTube platform right now. It's called the Kaufman... Institute of Coincidence. Okay. Oh. Do you see this video or no? Uh, have you guys seen this no, or no? The Kaufman Institute. Have you seen this commercial, Kaufman no. Institute of Coincidence? Yeah, people are starting to ask, why is this happening and why is it not being investigated? So John Stewart, he ain't no Republican. He's, he's a guy that's going to say, how come we're not investigating where the virus leaked from? And the answer is what nowadays? Who cares? It's all, what's done it's is over. done. It's over. Yeah, what's done is done. Over. Yeah, okay. Sure. What do you mean what's done is done? Sure. Yeah, what's done is done. Hey, studies are coming out saying the people that got the, you know, are the ones most susceptible to continuing the next uh, variant of it. Well, you know, it's, it's, listen, stop being paranoid. Stop being paranoid. Those people who have been pushed like that, you know, uh, uh, Joe and I were talking last night, two nights ago. He sends me a, uh, uh, four articles to read. 
about uh, uh, what's going on with uh, uh, after our podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And we're talking, and he did a great time, podcast with him. He's on multiple podcasts with him. And uh, he, he said, you may want to go Rogan. listen to Rogan. Yeah, and Rogan did a podcast with Brett Weinstein, okay? I'm going to give you the time, la- time. I want you to listen. After this podcast, I want you to go download Joe's podcast. I'll tell you which time to go. It's three and a half hours, but wait till the end for me to give you the time to listen to it. And we'll put it in the comment section in the chat. Put it at the top. Comment it above at the top. So people, if they want to go listen, maybe we'll put it in the description so people can see it. I'll give you the exact time. Him and Brett are having a conversation, and, and this is why people love Joe Rogan. This is why everybody in the world has to watch this clip. It's, it's nine minutes. And he says, well, we have to hold these people accountable, and da-da-da-da-da. And Joe says, no, 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 I disagree. I disagree. It, it, let me tell you why. He says, look, I've been wrong many times. There, there are a lot of people that disagreed with me, some that took it, and now they regret it. I almost took it. When I first did the first podcast with Michael this, I almost took it. I almost thought about it. And then I did research, and I felt bad. And I this. this. If we are constantly going to be judging people for mistakes that they made, we're not going to make progress. We have to forgive them. We have to be charitable. I mean, he sounded like a pastor. Uh I'm not, and he's he's like the furthest guy from wanting to be a pastor. That message was so flipping powerful because he says, that's the mindset, like yesterday, this guy named Dr. Shiva. Can you pull up, the, uh, go to Twitter. He, he tweets something and says something about uh, Dr. Neil uh, uh, deGrasse Tyson. Just go, just go to my Twitter account. Go to my Twitter account. I retweeted his tweet. If you go to my Twitter account, go to my Twitter account. You go to my Twitter account. He tweets something, and he, he trolls, uh, what's his name? He trolls uh, 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, go down. Hopefully, these tweets will show up. Go lower, go lower. If you can't go lower, I hope it's not disappeared. Keep going, what keep going. What a song, keep, Pat. Oh, song, bro. Oh, my keep God. Yeah, I know. I, you have to hear the song. Keep going it. lower, lower. I the hope portion? it doesn't do what it yeah. does. Uh, it's right there. Okay, right there. Right there at the bottom. At the bottom. At the bottom. So click on that one. Perfect. Perfect. So zoom in into Dr. Shiva's tweet. Dr. Shiva's tweet, okay? So he says, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your claim everyone must be vaccinated for the collective good is ignorant. As an MIT PhD in systems biology, let me educate you on the immune system so your head may emerge out of uranus. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sure Patrick Bedevud will host. Okay? Oh, Dr. Wow. Shiva. Now, by the way, to, to give him credit, this guy is potentially recognized for inventing email. Yeah, he's, he's the not inventor like a, of email. Yeah, he's not like a regular guy. Email? No, no. This guy is <laughs> he a invented heavyweight. Email? This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So here's my response to him. Here's what I said to him. I said, your approach is part of the problem. Both sides tend to come across arrogant, pompous, and not willing to budge, which doesn't create a climate to have a healthy scientific debate. Both sides can be wrong and right at the same time, and that's okay, which is where people win, okay? So what's the point here? You're inviting a guy to want to debate you, but you're doing it in a way the guy's not going to debate you, okay? So, so, So the challenge here is, in this argument, yes, the left may have had vaccine wrong. Yeah. And everybody needs to sit there and say, hey, guys, listen, if you're Catholic, we got some things wrong. 
If you're this, we got some things wrong. Can we all improve? Can we synergize and come together? Or what is it that we're going to be doing? Well, we have to isolate concerns and issues and address them head on. This area, you guys screwed up. That area, we spent too much money in military. This area, Iraq was a waste. That area, the way we left Afghanistan was a mistake. That area, Ukraine, you were using it to make money. This area, North Korea, this. That area, tariffs, China was the right move. That area, Iran, why are we giving these guys their money back? That, we have to isolate each concern and realize that on both sides, if we isolate and we will notice, ain't nobody makes 100% of the decisions the right way. You're right. The one area that the left has a monopoly on is manipulation. It's the one area. Monopoly on manipulation. Monop- I love it. It comes down to right now. There to go. So, so Pat, you, and you said you said this. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that, and and, it, and that's that, that's that's awesome. My question is: so you said this year was going to be the year of investigations. investigations. Do you think it's going to turn into the, like convictions? Or oh, that's my question. Is here's here's what I want. My ideal situation is to let's just find out what happened, and I want to find out what happened and move on. Not let's just move on. I mean, it's over with no. already, anyways. Let's find out what happened and then move on. Tate. Okay, let's talk about Tate. Uh, I don't think we need to say anything for people to realize we like what he says and how he challenges uh, the people of power and he goes and targets them and all that stuff. He's a very, very, very good communicator. By the way, potentially the best communicator in the world today. He could potentially be the best communicator in the world today, and I don't know if I put anybody ahead of him. Wow. Who do you put ahead of him He's as a, a communicator? He's a tall He's an incredible girl. communicator, the way he delivers his message, right? Okay. All right, so he's trying to get out of a, a, a you know, he's still in detention, uh, uh, trying to end detention of Romania. They're not giving him the opportunity to come out. Who knows what's going to end up happening with this year? We're in talks with his lawyer. I'd like to talk to his lawyer to have him on. And uh, to have a kind of fair conversation with him, just some questions that I want to ask this guy. We'll see what happened there. All right. So you look at Tate with this scenario. Some things came back with Vice, a recording of a guy that he once interviewed with that started asking him all these questions. And then Tate's like, man, where are you going with this? They stopped the interview. That guy follows up and finds the girls, gets recording. Now Vice is coming out with something today. No one knows what's going to be said, but some of the... uh, WhatsApp recordings came back and, you know, certain statements that he made, et cetera, et cetera. And everyone's texting me saying, you support this guy. You support that. You support this. You support that. I'm able to isolate areas that Tate crushes the globalists and crushes the people of power that love to bully. And I'm able to isolate that and say, man, what a freaking way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Good for you, guy. Keep challenging the status quo, and keep pushing these guys. But I'm able to isolate and say, what are you doing sending audio recordings on WhatsApp? Do you think you're untouchable? None of us are. And then I'm able to isolate and see his relationship with his brother and say, man, tell me you wouldn't want to have a brother that has your back the way they have each other's back. And then I'm able to isolate and in my own mind say, what was the upbringing like to have a father and a mother the way they did him, the two of them and their sisters, and kind of say maybe, and then isolate and why they fought, and isolate how disciplined they are in certain areas, and then isolate and, hey, what you're doing with the way you're making money, and isolate, you, you ought to be able to isolate these different areas instead of just saying, 
hey, uh, uh, everybody falls in the same camp. No. And again, earlier when we were talking about, you know, how about this person? Does that person get the 50-50, all this stuff? We still don't know. Things still got to come out to see what's going to happen with this. And when we have the conversation with the lawyer, we'll have follow-ups. You know, so that's the part when you're looking at this. We have to isolate and see what happened with COVID. Who got it wrong? Did Fauci get it wrong? Let's isolate. Let's address this. And let's make sure it never, ever happens again, right? We had audio issues today on the podcast. This is the second time in two days. You know what my message was to our guys? Hmm. Guys, this can't happen. We have to isolate this concern. What is causing it? Let's get to the bare bottom of what is caused the root cause of this. So once we learned what happened with COVID, who effed up, we got to move on. If Fauci effed up and used powers and other people empowered him, they got to be held accountable. What the hell happened with Afghanistan? We just lost $82 billion of weapons there. What the hell happened with Iraq? 20 years. You know, what happened, not, what happened with Iran? What happened with this? Isolate, move on, learn, and cause people to realize. If you do this again and you use this method of abusing people to make money, you take deals from other countries and you give access to them of what we're doing, insider information, you deserve to go to jail. Isn't there a name for that? What's the name for that? Is it treason or? Trading? or no, no, no. What happens when you're giving the enemy information treason. about what we're doing? What do you mean treason? Treason, that's right? Death. Treason. That's yeah, death. That, that, listen, and by the way, I'm convinced. Benedict Arnold. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced there was some of that that happened the last few years. Those people, it's the ultimate accountability. I agree 100%. The ultimate accountability, yeah. which is why, if, if, if we, by the way, I'll pause you. I've been going for a minute. Any thoughts you guys got on Tate? I'll pause because I want to go into the Prince Harry stuff, and then we'll wrap it up. Well, I think I think what you're basically saying is not everyone is all good and all bad. We all have a little bit of black and white, and it's not all black and white. Everyone has a little gray area. I agree with you. On one hand, I could think Tate is a freaking stud, an awesome speaker, and has a great message and male empowerment and self-improvement, and that's awesome. And a lot of what he says I fully, fully, fully advocate and agree with. But I could also sit here and be like... He might have done some of this sex trafficking shit. I don't know. I wasn't there. None of us were. So to blindly trust someone and blindly follow them is is gonna get yourself in hot water, whether it's Republican or Democrat or this influencer or that influencer. And I agree with you. Everything should be what's a term that you like to to use uh, that you've been using for the to isolate. Isolate. Yeah. So yeah, I think if you want to isolate each of the components of what Tate stands for. I think there's a lot more positive than negative. I think, I think that's what great coaches do. They isolate. Listen, Johnny, you got you're you are best defender. Yeah. But man, you're lazy to get that rebound. Yeah. Okay. Great job on the defense side. You're terrible on the re, uh, you know. And in the locker room, sometimes you say stuff that's off. You know, like you bitch too much. Like bring the team together. We have to isolate areas. But it's stuff. like it's like um, you ever play uh, video games, Madden, oh, sports. Yeah. And, and they give every athlete. Their breakdown, their score. All right, so hustle, they're 92%. You know, offense, they're yeah. 85%. Defense, they're only 62%. Effort, teammate. And everyone has their different score in different categories, right? Mm-hmm. Like I try to, I, I every day I, I say health, wealth, happiness. Health, wealth, happiness. All right, how's my health today? Fucking feel great. I'm doing it. I just worked out. Yeah, I kind of went out and drank too much. I my health. Yeah. Wealth, all right, I make some money. All right, no paycheck to paycheck, whatever. Happiness, am I happy? Am I not? Like I'm constantly one through tening myself and your score can constantly be be malleable and moving around so to, to get back to tate there's a lot of high scores a lot but there's also some high negative scores that could end up biting you in the ass yeah so i don't know what are your thoughts and, and, on and, tate? no, no I, I, i'm happy that you said it too and my thing is uh, uh everything that you said is like and i think we can't be quick 
to judge because I mean we do Americans love doing that shit. Oh, like, oh, rape. We saw rape. Uh, that, yeah. That's no. It's like you don't know shit. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know nothing about this guy in that capacity. And but you could overhear now, especially with all this AI and all this shit. Any voice recording now, yeah. it might not even be you. I don't trust <laughs> any of that shit, bro. I don't trust any of it. I saw a video where somebody made uh, uh, Barack Obama was sitting there and speaking. It wasn't him. It looked exactly. Like him, and this was years ago, bro. Who yeah. knows that? So, like I said, we're quick to judge. Slow down. Give the person the benefit of the doubt until it's real, but then you nail it. Hold them accountable when this shit does come out. So mm -hmm. We'll go back to Pat, and we'll wrap this up. But I think what we're really talking about here is the thing called intellectual honesty. And intellectual honesty is, is going in to evaluate something, isolating the issue, and just being really objective about what you see. And the weakest debaters you will ever encounter are the ones that have to slip in the but what about them or not as bad as the other. And that's the whole pendulum thing. It's like they can't intellectually, honestly look at something, isolate it, evaluate it with a critical eye and objectivity, and then leave it be. They, it, it represents a threat to their side, so they got to pull in the other bit. But what about them? But it wasn't as bad as this. And that is just weak-willed arguing that, that great jurists in this country, when you read about the Supreme Court justice and some of the great jurists we've had, have the ability, what they call it's not carrying a rope into the into the uh, uh, into the courthouse, right? You're not bringing in something with you that's going to judge your ultimate decision. You intellectually, honestly look at it, and I think that's what we're talking about here. And I think that the media has lost the way to do it. And I think if you look at yourself in the mirror, at times you each one of us loses the the ability to do that. And this is what Pat's talking about. Isolate it, judge it, assess it to the benefit of our audience who wants to know and wants to hear these, let's these move views. On. Let's move on. I mean, meaning isolate and let's move on. That's it. Yeah, okay, so last thoughts here. Harry, uh, uh, record-breaking day, sold 1.45 million copies day one in U.S., U.K., and Canada. Uh, a bunch of different things that came out. It's not, again, like I said, it's not like he needs uh, us to promote it anymore. The guy's already on track to being the you know most selling. By the way, there was a Wall Street Journal video the other day I watched on how these guys make money. $120 million from Netflix. Apparently, he is a chief something of a company, a C-suite executive of a company. He gets $120 grand a year there. They bought their $14 million house in, uh, what is it, uh, uh, somewhere in Santa Barbara. What is that one place in Santa Barbara, the high-end community, Tom? That Oprah Winfrey lives in. There's an area. Oh, there's Carpinteria. There's Montecito. Montecito. Yeah. Mud, it's now this week. Montecito. Yeah. Mud, that's yeah, true. Sure. It is Montecito. Bad. So, anyways, you want to tell a couple of the stories, Vinny, on what so, happened? So, here. yeah, I read, I read in the New York Post that uh, Prince Harry, he bitterly believed that he was only bred to offer literal spare parts for his brother in case his heir apparent ever needed new organs. And he said, and I quote, two years older than me, Willie was the heir. Whereas I was the spare, mm. which is nuts. He goes, I was the shadow, the support, the plan B. I was bought into the world in case something happened to Willie. And he said um, he understood his role was a diversion and distraction from his brother, uh, kidney, blood transfusion, uh, bone marrow. And he also noted King Charles III could never be on the plane with his elder son because uh, there must be no chance of his first and second in line to be thrown to be wiped out. Yeah, that's bro. Can you imagine like realize? I mean. He, he he didn't just randomly come up with it. I can't believe he wrote it. But seeing your brother and going, I was only put here 
just God forbid something happens to him, know that? you use me. Holy, such an ultimate. I don't. I and by the way, the way succession works is as soon as William starts having kids, they're in front of you. Yes. So when you talk about spare, you become spare, and then spare three, spare four, wow. spare five, wow. because all of William's kids are in front of Harry. Well, I don't think that's as crazy as it seems uh, yeah. because of this book, because that's just how the monarchy works. 100%. It's your firstborn son since yeah. since Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, yeah. Jesus. That's just since the tale is old as time. It's the firstborn son that inherits the throne. That's just kind of yeah. how it works. And then it didn't help <laughs> that hit, as kids... Uh, William was this good-looking, blonde, yeah. blue-eyed, and he, and then Harry's literally the red-headed stepchild. So, <laughs> yeah. like, it, it, it didn't help his cause. But, yeah, I, I, ironically, somehow, you know, now that William has kind of lost his Harry, ain't the hot stuff anymore, and all hot, of a sudden, yeah. Harry's where it's at. But Harry kind of was able to fly under the radar. There's a lot of things that Harry was able to do because he wasn't the heir to the throne, okay? Yeah. What was that? Corrupted just posted a comment. $20 super chat. Shout out to you. Poor Harry is the most abused woman in the last 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. That's hilarious. What's funny was that my question was, is Harry a pimp or is he a simp? Because the whole knock on him is like, how good, and this is a little this is a little rated R right here. How good must this girl be, Meghan Markle? Oh god. Pretty be like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out of the throne. I'm out of the monarchy. I'm just rolling with my girl now. There um her skills must be all right, is what She's I'm saying. Amazing. I, I don't okay. know if it's just her. I think there's a lot of things that were in this book from the family that was there uh as well. And he found a girl that he loved and he's being loyal to her. I respect that. But there's a lot of this goes in here that predates her of just growing up number two and everything that went around it and Kamala and how that relationship happened him just saying this is how it happened this is how I felt you said I, I didn't believe me I didn't read the book not even one sentence but you're saying there's stuff that you relate to because he, he loves his girl and he's just going to give it all no, up for I her? think I think it's respect what he he's defending his wife of respect but let's isolate it the defense of his wife is here and now he's talking about a lot of other things over here like his dad getting divorced his mom dying all the things there that predated his wife so there's a yeah. pantheon of things in the book to talk about his various chips and and insults and uh you know, the things that he's really resentful of. And then he gets, he falls in love, he gets married, and he's like, okay, this is. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Redline last straw. You know what Bill Clinton once said? I don't know where I saw this. Where are my cigars? No, No, he said one time where. (laughs) Where the hose at? (laughs) Was that not it? Yeah, I'm actually giving a serious (laughs) issue here. So So one time he said, Tom, guys, stop for a second. So one time he said, um, uh, he said, uh, asking question about his mom. Apparently his mom was bipolar or something like that. And he says, there's literally no benefit for me saying anything about my mom, anything bad about my mom. You know, to me, Rob, uh, your mic, to me, that's social intelligence is what that is, okay? For somebody to say there's literally nothing beneficial of me, no no good comes from me criticizing my mother. You can't even find it. Like, 
Wow. It's a, it's a book, uh, Hypomanic Edge, talks about him and another one called First Rate Madness. Talks about him, talks about Jackson, talks about Kennedy. And I, I, uh, I don't know. I have a very hard time with us recognizing uh, somebody trashing his parents that made him relevant in the first place and the family you came out of. If you weren't from that family, you would have sold five copies of your book on day one. Mm -hmm. The only reason you sold one and a half million copies is because of your lineage and your family. And, and to allow a woman to be okay with you trashing that legacy, I have a very hard time yeah. with that character uh, uh, of, uh, of, that, um, of the duo. Pat, do very, you, very hard Pat, time. But do you, do you think, and I, I agree, agree, I, I agree with 100%, that, by the way. But, and, but do, do you think also the resentment that he has that what they did to him and that he was a spare even gave him more incentive to be like, you know what, the right. hell with Guess that? Guess what? Certain things should be motivators that you never tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Certain things in life are great motivators you never reveal to anybody. That's the life. Hey, by the way, you could have been born in Compton. Mm -hmm. You could have been born in Liberty City. You could have been born in anywhere else. You happen to be born and you're ungrateful. Like the average human being, whether they like him or not, they have to read that and say, I don't give a shit. Let make me a spare. <laughs> Can I be a spare? A spare yeah. to are you kidding? Like, 100%. what are you talking about, bro? Like, you want me to cry about you being a spare? And because of that, you sold 1.5 million copies of your book? I don't know. I, 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 I don't, because what this is, what, what we're recognizing and making okay is, hey, you know, why don't you go like, you know, the whole uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway family with the daughter? Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah. This is why I never once watched Keeping Up With Kardashians. I've never Me watched either. any of that stuff one time. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I, I'm not a fan of what this uh, whole story of, uh, I mean, listen, you know who's loving it? Whoever published the book. Who published the book, by the way? Is it Simon yeah. & Schuster or Penguin? I'm curious to know who published this book. Whoever published the book and convinced them so do and, and somehow, someway sold them on what to add, the juice to add in there, the editor, the writer, Penguin. Mm -hmm. Listen, Penguin, you won. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Penguin, because Penguin doesn't give a shit. They're like, add more shit, talk more yep. shit, say more shit. Great. Boom. Good for you. I, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Uh, by the way, don't be surprised if in 40 years their kid writes a book about them. And yeah. tells the truth about who Megan is. This shit, this shit is not a. You don't do that. Pat, he, he even yeah. said he, he even said he had he got frostbite. Tom, you were talking about this right. Or he got he even he's dangling. He's dangling out of frostbite. Yeah, it's it's uh, too much TMI, yeah. bro. Well, it was a party life. And when I look back and I say, okay, I can see all these things. He says he's offended and resentful, and then and then protecting his wife. I objectively look at that, but then I also step back from it and say, dude, you've lived like the most insane, privileged, party-enabled life mm -hmm. with unlimited allowance, courtesy of the British taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Come on. There's a part of me that says, okay, I can read and I can objectively understand how a person might feel these ways. But then you step back from it and say, dude, do you remember when you partied in Las Vegas and you were like naked for three days and all of the American tabloids had you naked for three days and it was like no consequence and you were just this party animal? And you could do it because you were number two.
Mm-hmm. If you had been number one in line, you couldn't do it. And so, you know, now you're writing a book and you're, you're, you're milking this cow. So I, and I don't have a lot of sympathy for that, and I'm with you on that point. Yeah. I'll say one Anyways, thing about, about To this. wrap up, go ahead. Yeah, well, there's... Last thought here. There, everyone talks about, especially... I mean, we're talking about male, female relations, intersexual dynamics that we're talking about. We're talking about a husband and a wife here. So a lot of times you hear the, the term, like, oh, he's got game, he's got game. We're all that. But there's another term that they use in the manosphere called holding frame. And holding frame would be, I'm a freaking prince, Meghan Markle. Yeah. My family is the is the monarchy of the UK of Great Britain and beyond. You could go back and being a C-list actress on Suits or whatever the hell show yeah. she was on, or you could be a freaking princess. Here's the catch, though, baby. You're coming into my world. Mm-hmm. I'm right. second in line to the throne. You're gonna. Li- we can do whatever we want in this world, but this is part of it. But I feel like there's an element of is like this is this is a representation of the patriarchy, and we're gonna tear this down. And you know, female is the future. That whole thing, and he succumbed to that rather than holding frame. Mm-hmm. So right. That's why I think people lost a lot of respect. Got to wrap for him. up. Got to wrap up. Hey, uh, Kai. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, can you? For some of you guys that are texting me, telling me, Pat, we're about to cross 500,000. Are mm-hmm. we going to be doing that live podcast? We are. Here's the challenge. It's going to sell out very quickly, and many of you guys are diehard, diehard fans of that are following the podcast, and I want you guys to be there. So uh, we'll be selling tickets at our new building. It's going to be done when the Cigar Lounge is done with, mm-hmm. and it's going to be sick when you guys come through. Uh, we don't know how many people we're going to be selling, maybe 100, maybe 200, maybe 300. If you want to be on that list, what is the uh, – um, can you ask Kai real quick, what is the – Rob, if you got it, Kai, uh, what's – give me one second. Take your time. Yo, yeah, take your time. Yo, uh, Tom, you know what I was about? Can you imagine that phone call? They're like, hey, listen, your brother just – one of his testicles, they, he got into a car accident. You're like, all right, I got to come give mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? The spare part guy? Uh, what do you need? What, this is <laughs> yeah. What happened? This is really bad news. We need both kidneys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, your brother lost one of his eyes, so now it's you. We're taking it. Is is Kai responding or no? Are you getting a hold of him? Uh, uh, let me just get a hold of Kai here. Give me one second. Call my. Oh, by the way, Pat, uh, when you you mentioned my cologne, everybody's been messaging yes. for this cologne. Yes. <laughs> by the way, and yes. what is that? What is I, that cologne? I don't want to say it because I'm not getting sponsored by them. So okay, smart man. Thank you, Adam. Kai, give me the name so I can tell everybody to text so they're on that list because we got 2,000 subs until we cross 500,000. What's the word? At least it's not that Aramis stuff from 1985. Real quick, we're live. Is he speaking English? Is he he speaking English? What language is he speaking? That's Time cool. is money, Kai. Okay. All right, here's what we're going to do. You just tell him. That. Text the word podcast to 310-340-1132. The word podcast. Text it. 310-340-1132. The word podcast to 310-340-1132. We will let you know the moment tickets are for sale. We'll send it, but keep this in mind. When you get it, get the tickets because it will sell out. Just when We're only going to do this one time. The next one we're going to do will be at a million subs. Yeah. And when we sell it, it's going to sell out. So once again, 310-340-1132. Text the word podcast to us. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Tomorrow, Vivek ESG podcast. We'll back at it again. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.